Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number two of Revelation chapter 19. We're going to be reading verses 3 through 5. And again they said, Alleluia! And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen! Alleluia! And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants! and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I'll stop reading there. Now we see in these verses, Alleluia is mentioned two more times, in verse 3 and in verse 4. And in this chapter of Revelation 19, Alleluia, or Hallelujah, as it's sometimes expressed, is found four times and only in this chapter, in the whole Bible, you're only going to find this expression, Alleluia, in Revelation chapter 19. And again, it comes from the Hebrew. Uh, it's a compound word. It's made up of two uh, Hebrew words, praise Yah. Hallel is Strong's number 1984, and Yah is number 3050. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. And it's um, a transliterated compound word here in the Greek. Hallelujah. And the second time in verse 3, and again they said, Hallelujah. And of course we uh, want to um, once again be reminded that we should be praising God. That uh, actually praising God is a sign of life. It, it's really something that the living do. Because the Bible says in Psalm 115, I'll, I'll turn back there, in Psalm 115, in verses 17 and 18, the dead praise not Jehovah, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless Jehovah from this time forth and forevermore. Praise ye Jehovah. So the dead do not praise Jehovah. Now, of course, it's very possible for someone who is spiritually dead and in the church to mouth the words. And and that happens all the time. People are praising the Lord, lifting up their hands, and and they're just full of uh, wonderful um, things that they they say about God. But praising the Lord is um, is not only through the things we say, but it is something that we truly are doing from our heart. There has to be an agreement with praising God from within as well as with the words of our mouth. And, and and so the 
children of God, those that God has saved, do praise the Lord. We, we sing, therefore, hallelujah. And you know, it, it would be a very, um, wise thing to do and very helpful, very good for us. Uh, you know how, um, sometimes people have a tendency to think negatively and negative thinking does lead to depression and, and to, uh, being cast down in spirit. And, and so there is, um, an area that, that some have sliced for themselves in, in the gospel, uh, arena where they become, um, preachers of positive thinking and, and they, they just use the Bible to get people to think positively. Of course, we don't, we don't want anything to do with that. The Bible isn't uh, a book, um, like books that men write to, to improve ourselves, to help our, our outlook on life and, and to get us out of depression. That's not the purpose of the Bible. The Bible is the Word of God and, and God sent it to save His people. But, however, there is an element of truth to the idea that thinking, our, our cognitive workings, relates to how we feel. And, and so if we are cast down, and, and we, we may think we have very good reason to be cast down, and actually they're very well could be, uh, a lot of things going on in our life that would cause us to be cast down. We're actually living in a time of tremendous testing, and spiritually, it is a very wearisome period of time. Uh, we went through great tribulation only to continue to live on the earth in the day of God's wrath upon the unsaved people. And so it, it, there's severe testing, a fiery trial of faith. There is affliction, and it could uh, show itself in numerous ways in our life as far as the, the trials that God would have us to go through. And it's very easy. It, it, it's a tendency we have to go to God, Oh, Lord, I'm so tired. I'm so weary. I'm so cast down. Help me, O oh God. And, and our prayers can constantly be along those lines, which again is, is appropriate. We want to go to God. And God tells us that, um, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And, Often, uh, the child of God is very much uh, able to go to God with prayer and supplication, but we may tend to leave out the thanksgiving or to leave out the praise of the Lord, the hallelujah to God, praise Yah. And, and yet God uh, here is instructing us and he's telling us this is what the people of God do. It is the dead that praise not Jehovah. The living, those that he has saved, do indeed praise him. 
And so it is for our own benefit, for our own welfare, and and it is very helpful to us to remind us when we go to prayer, it would be a good idea to begin, to begin to, for a moment, for a few minutes, put aside whatever is troubling us, put aside the financial concerns, the physical health, the family situation, the trouble at work, put aside all the other things and, and just thank God, thank the Lord, praise ye Jehovah. And if you need any help, get out your concordance and look at all the scriptures where the word praise is found. Read Psalm 136 in every verse. The, the mercy of Jehovah endureth forever. And it is a, a wonderful psalm to give us reasons to praise God. We can start with his mercy towards us, that he has granted us forgiveness of sins. So praise ye Jehovah that he has forgiven us our sin. And praise ye Jehovah that he has forgiven us not one sin or two sins or a hundred sins, but multitudes of sins, tens of thousands of sins, sins that are so numerous we couldn't even count them, a, a, a whole sea of iniquity, and we have been forgiven it all. Praise ye Jehovah that our sins are removed from as far away from us as the east is from the west. Praise Jehovah that our sins are cast into the depths of the sea and they're to be remembered no more. And, and so on. We, we can start there and we can praise God for his wonderful salvation program that he has completed. We can praise God for sending the Lord Jesus Christ to die for our sins, not once, but twice as Christ died from the foundation of the world and made full and complete payment for all iniquity. Praise ye Jehovah. But if, as though that weren't enough, God came into the world in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and once again endured his own wrath as God forsook God and Christ suffered yet again a second time to demonstrate the things he had done. Praise ye Jehovah. Do you see how if we just spend a few minutes, it really uh, rightly and and deservingly, God would be praised the entire time of our prayer. But, however, it, it would be good for us to begin praying by praising the Lord and and then... We we want to get to our prayer and supplication. Oh Lord, help me, and and then we can make our request, and and so on. And by that time, we're probably going to be feeling much better concerning our situation and our lot because we reminded ourselves that God is great, that He's merciful, that He has blessed us with tremendous and abundant blessings that will be forevermore. We could praise Jehovah for eternal life. We can praise Jehovah for a new heaven and new earth. 
we can praise Jehovah for the new resurrected body we will receive that will never again experience sorrow or death and sickness and so on. Uh, what an incredible amount of things we have to praise God for. He is worthy. He has done great things for us. And in granting us his grace and mercy and so forth. And, and so here we find all the elect. And, and we would be included in this picture in Revelation 19. Remember that in back in verse one, it was the great voice of much people in heaven or the great multitude that came out of great tribulation. And they're the ones that are crying out and, and praising God. Alleluia. And, and again, they said, Alleluia. Is that too much to do it a second time? No, it's not too much. And in the next verse, it'll be a third time. And shortly after that, it will be a fourth time. Alleluia to the great God who only is worthy to be praised. Do we, do we lift our hands? No, we don't have to do anything uh, physically. We don't have to shout it on the rooftop, even though God, of course, it, it, if if anything is worthy to be shouted from the rooftop, it is praise the God. But but we don't have to make a show of it. This is something inward, something in our in our innermost being, something when we go quietly into the prayer closet. Nobody's around. Nobody knows uh, what we're going to pray or how we're going to approach unto God. And it's there that we begin to um, say these things in prayer to God and and sing hallelujah to him. One of the problems that the unsaved has is that they want to be seen praising God. They want others to hear them praising God. But that's not the characteristic of the true child of God. This is something personal. This is something intimate between ourselves and the Lord. And, alright, let, let's go on and read the second part here of verse 3. And again they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And this is referring, of course, to Babylon. And Babylon was burning, remember, in the previous chapter in Revelation 18. It said in um, verse 9, And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. And again, we read this in verse 18 of chapter 18, And cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? So the time of this rejoicing and this offering of praise unto God is at the point of Babylon's burning, which is judgment day. And it's at that point the saints of God, the the great multitude, are offering up praise to Yah, praise to the Lord. And, and notice how God joins that together 
Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. He joins the praise of his people with the final end of the kingdom of Satan and the the unsaved inhabitants of the kingdom of darkness. It is the time of their judgment. Praise ye Jehovah. And, and you know, on one hand, we have families, we have friends, we we care for our fellow man. And, of course, we're not rejoicing at the condition uh, of judgment upon them. We're, we're not rejoicing at that. We're rejoicing. On the other hand, God has saved us. And, and he has instilled within each of his people, um, tremendous desire to see the things of God accomplished, a tremendous desire to see the promises of God fulfilled. And it is a necessary thing in order for God to complete all of his promises to his people. There must be a final judgment of mankind. There must be an end to the world, and and then there can be the the time of resurrection and the time of the new heaven and new earth and and the glorious eternal future. But that must follow the complete and final judgment of all unsaved inhabitants of the earth, and 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 so that's what the people of God are praising the Lord for at the time that he is bringing about that judgment. We read in Psalm 149, God also here ties together the final judgment of man with with praises to him. In Psalm 149, it says in verse 5, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. And Christ cometh with ten thousand of his saints to judge the world. And, and that's Christ and all of the elect. It goes on to say in verse 6, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. That is, the, the saints that are coming in judgment with Christ. Here is what should be in their mouth. High praises to God while in their hand they have the two-edged sword, which would be a reference to the word of God. And and that ought to be what the saints are speaking. Praise to God, because he has completed his salvation program. He has saved the last one to be saved. There's no more names to be found. Everyone whose name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life has been found and brought safely into the fold. And and so, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord that he has put down Satan from rule over the nations. Praise the Lord that now the Lord Jesus Christ reigns with a rod of iron at this time. And, uh, well, it goes on here in Psalm 149, verse 7. Remember, they have the two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen. And the word heathen is nations upon the nations and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains 
and their nobles with fetters of iron, to, and this is all accomplished through the two-edged sword, the word of God, to execute upon them, the unsaved inhabitants of the earth is who it's referring to, to execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye Jehovah. And there again is is the grand finale, the grand climax of the judgment of God upon this world through the written word, which the saints of God, it doesn't say it here, but of course we know it from other places, are executing through declaring the written word. That, that because they're still alive and remaining on the earth in the day of judgment, and, and therefore they're continuing to do what they've always done, read the Bible, study the Bible, share what they learn. And in doing so, they are executing, and the word execute means to carry out, the judgment written. And God has written of the final judgment of the world in in many places in the Bible. And now in our time, the judgment written is being fulfilled. And Christ is judging the world and all the saints with him. Remember in 1 Corinthians 6, the question was posed, Know ye not that ye shall judge the world? And God asked that question of the child of God. Don't you know that you're going to judge the world? Well, this is exactly what he had in mind. Through the the word of God, through the judgment which is written in the Bible. But notice how it all concludes, Praise ye Jehovah. We we have the high praises of God in our mouth and that two-edged sword in our hand. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.